Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you there again, Professor Medley. Thank you, Gerald. And thank you to all who are listening on Radio TFI Live, as well as the Periscope and on Facebook. This is the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI palatial headquarters where the screen keeps jumping like a mad fish. We call it flopping like a crappie out in our neck of the woods here. Uh, it is Mr. Red Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. Uh, uh, welcome again to all of our faceplant uh, uh, viewers, whoever you may be. Glad you're here. Yes, we uh, our technology. We have a state-of-the-art building with 1970s video technology. Well, we'll tend to that in just a moment. Uh, but again, greetings. Hope you've had a wonderfully pleasant day. You're in that big, comfortable seat. Feet are up. Favorite beverage in your hand. And, uh, and you're ready to do whatever it is we're about to do. Now, while John tells you that today is September 1st, 2020, I'm going to try to do something with my camera. John? <laughs> well, again, we call that around here, we call that hashtag big time professional. I guess you can't say uh, big time professional radio because technically it's not radio. This oh got, my God! Look at that. This has got nothing to do with our great, great, great radio people, who don't have oh to put up my. with this nonsense. Oh we, my goodness! Look at that. Look at that. Hey, you know we do keep spare equipment here in the uh, in the vault. Go ahead, John. Do the show. Don't worry about me. I'll. I'll... <laughs> oh, I'm just like looking at that. Yeah, yeah. And. Just... My God, just don't tip your head, your head uh, backwards or we're going to be able to count your nose hairs, dude. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Again, the people on the radio have no idea what's going on here. So, Well, what can we, what can we say? There's... Hey, thanks, thanks again for joining us here. Uh, today is what we fondly call Temper Tantrum Tuesday. So if you have anything to uh, kvetch about, 
something on your mind, something you want to get off your chest, we're here for you, man. We yes, are indeed. here. We are listening. Uh, and we're on a wide we, shot now, John. We're on your favorite I, shot. I see that. I, I like that wide shot, actually. Because you see, then I can point my finger and I don't have to worry about if it's right up there in the camera's face and what have you. And once again, for our our audio listeners, not only live on on Radio TFI, but just on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast from, you have no idea, nor do you care what we're talking about right now. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right. How are you today, Mr. Shannon? Oh... Boy, I tell you, the yep, day started out. The, the, yeah, the day started out bad. I forgot to take my morning medications this morning. So uh, when I uh, I came back or I went for a little shopping trip and realized that, hey, I'm not feeling all that great on this little uh, trip here. And I come home. I go to take my afternoon pills, and mm-hmm. guess what? What? My morning pills are still sitting there. Hmm. So. And you know, for somebody your age, t- getting those estrogen pills is really important. You you really can't miss a day. You just you never- notice now I, now, now I can't, now I don't have to worry about having a narrow screen to bring that to you. You just never know where it's going to come from now, do you? Well, I have I consider the source here. Oh, there you go. By the way, day 170 for me of uh, unemployment. There you go, man. Day 170. I had the wrong so, number last night, but we're at 170 days since I've last uh, earned an honest dollar. Were, were, were the dollars you earned honest before... Uh... <laughs> I, I've I've heard that I've heard stories about that particular union. You hey, to, hey, 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 tamp it down now. Look, I get people do have ears, especially now that we're on face plant. Okay, I, I don't even don't even hint at any impropriety like that. My the name goodness. Jimmy Hoffa come to mind? Oh no, 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 no! Sorry, folks, we're uh, we, we 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 we're having technical difficulties. No. <laughs> no, no, we don't. I got more like than this. that comes comes from if you uh, still want to pick on my Facebook feed. Here. <laughs> uh, Faceplant is a wonderful platform. We should all be a part of it. One of these days, I'll get an account. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't want to make so, I don't want to make any more fun of the people on Faceplant. So, okay. I mean, I do, and I will, but not this moment. So tell me there, uh, I'm going to let you lead off here. You said you actually had something to kvetch about here. Uh, I didn't, Not so much kvetch about, but I got a little something I'm going to play. Uh, which, you know, we really don't normally do, we haven't been doing audio clips on the night show, but since we don't have a Saturday show this week, uh, your president and mine uh, gave a little... I have a little something to say today. Uh, it, it, it's just just try to listen to this without laughing. Water, and they have cans of soup. Hang on, you I throw have to. the cans of soup. That's better than a brick because you can't throw a brick; it's too heavy. 
But a can of soup, you can really put some power into that, right? Yes, sir. And then when they get caught, they say, no, this is soup for my family. They're so innocent. This is soup for my family. Uh, it's incredible. And you have people coming over with bags of soup, big bags of soup, and they lay it on the ground, and the anarchists take it, and they start throwing it at our cops, at our police. And if it hits you, that's worse than a brick, because it's got force. It's the perfect size. It's, like, made perfect. And when they get caught, they say, no, this is just soup for my family. And then the media says, this is just soup. These people are very, very innocent. They're innocent people. These are just protesters. Isn't it wonderful to allow protesting? No. And by the way, the media knows it better than we do. They know what's going on. I don't know what's wrong with them. They're doing our country a trip. <sighs> our uh, soup. It's all about the soup. Because there's well, that. our media knows a lot more than uh, the the man that was just uh, speaking there, one Donald John Trump. But the thousands your of stories. Your president. Your president. The thousands of stories you hear about soup being thrown. This is oh. <laughs> uh, just just hundreds and millions of stories. You know, the, the soup cans are flying off the shelves and flying into wherever the hell he thinks they're flying into, off to soup. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Soup can is a, it's a wonderful weapon. I asked my mother. She used to toss them around, but uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just teasing about that. But, uh, I, you know, I don't know where he got that from. I honestly don't. Oh, by the way, he also said uh, today that, uh, you know, essentially uh, the the people that, that had the truck rally, the truck protest out in, uh, was it Portland? Portland? Oh, paint. It's only paint. Well, a couple of things. First off, he was ready to, to, to send nuclear bombs in when people put paint on statues. Second of all, have you ever been hit with a paintball? It ain't just it, paint. Uh, <laughs> and that uh, that hurts like a son of a bitch. That, that's really gonna does. it literally leaves a mark, and oh, mm -hmm. it's just he will not denounce anybody that he believes is uh, on his side, if you will. <sighs> anyway, if you want to call him and bitch about something tonight, bring it on. We'll listen. Seven. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight, or at Taxi Stand Hour on Twitter, or uh, if you're on the Facebook feed, you can uh, leave us a little uh, comment there. If you're on as the well, if you're on the Facebook feed, or if you're on the scope, it's all right there in front of you. Just yes, look on the yes. screen. Sorry, radio yes, folks. Indeed. Sorry, radio folks, but you know. We're still working on that. We're thinking about having Morse code playing in the background with the number. Just, it's a thought. We're at uh, Radio TFI Labs are working on that right now as we speak. Well, that's that's a good thing. That's where we put it. So, I wanted to just read this real quick. This was from somebody on, on Facebook. Oh, uh, good, oh, good gravy. She's, act, she's actually called on, called on to the show here before Shannon what? is her name. Oh. Oh, yeah. Daughter of my, yeah, daughter yeah, yeah. of my uh, old uh, mentor there in the taxi industry there, uh, yes, sir. Tim. Yes, sir. But uh, she 
she uh, sent a or sent a comment saying, "Ponder this one." She counted two hundred and two Laurel and Hardy pieces in uh, uh, at uh, her dad's. Now, her dad was a collector, a collector, uh, more so than I even realized at the time. And uh, what's funny, she mentioned that is, and Shannon, if you're still listening, uh, maybe something to do in your dad's honor. Uh, they're having a, a Laurel and Hardy marathon at uh, the Heights Theater in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. Is it an so, official? John, is it an official Sons of the Desert thing? No, I, 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 it's going to be several, several uh, Laurel and Hardy films, maybe shorts. I, I don't. Uh, no, but are you aware of the what the reference to Sons of the Desert? Was one of the movies they were in. I know not, that. Not only is it one of the movies, but it's more or less the name of the fan club, the Laurel and Hardy Worldwide Fan Club. Oh, Sons, I didn't know that. Sons Thank of the you. Desert. By the way, the the most famous quote ever about Laurel and Hardy, and I love it because it apply it applies to us. Two minds without a single thought. <laughs> yeah, oh, I tell you, I tell you what. Uh, I'm going to interrupt here, but if you get the opportunity, uh, there's a couple of movies made in the past few years about Laurel and Hardy. Uh, there was one on Netflix, I believe, and then there was the uh, the feature film with uh, oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, anyway, if you get the chance to see them, by all means, they are fantastic. I'm trying. Uh, the the feature film featured uh, Coogan is his name. He's an English actor. plays plays Stan Laurel brilliantly and oliver hardy is played by the guy ah his name is escaping me he was he was in a couple of he's in a bunch of will ferrell movies uh he was in uh, uh ricky bobby uh stepbrothers he played the stepbrother with, with will ferrell i can't think oh, of his name right now god i know who you're talking i know exactly who you're talking about i can't think of his name either but he plays oliver hardy and does it spectacularly and huh. and, and any of these serious films that you see, or you know, you realize that it was Stan Laurel was the brains behind the whole thing. I, that's yes. never been that's never been a secret, but you you know, you know. Look, I used to watch them in the Saturday mornings or after school. Of course, as a kid, you know, who knew it's Laurel and Hardy? I don't know. Uh, as far as I know, they didn't exist before 1959. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Uh, same thing would happen in Costello. You know, oh no, this is all fresh. Uh, but yes, yeah, Stan, Stan Laurel did everything he could to keep that team going. And he was still writing even after Oliver Hardy passed. Yeah. He, he was still I, writing. I think, you, I think you were the one who told me that many, uh, many months ago. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Absolutely. Right. I ruined that one for you. What else can I? No, you didn't ruin it. I just wanted to, uh, you know, people take time to comment. I just like to... When you say pieces, what do you mean? He has, like, film clips or he has memorabilia or... Well, the movies. This is this is a theater and uh, no, I'm actually talking... going to be showing... I'm talking about her father. What what does... Oh, oh, her, oh, her father had lots of trinkets, if you will. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, he... Uh, he was definitely a collector. All right. Well, nothing wrong but, with uh, that. But, yeah, so, yeah, he had over, 
I didn't know that. He had over uh, 200 uh, Laurel and Hardy trinkets, I guess is probably. Well, uh, well, well. Lack of a better, lack of a better uh, term there. So, okay, so we got done covering the Cheeto in charge, and he hasn't, you know, of course, uh, and I think your the comments you got there, wasn't that from uh, his trip to Kenosha? I uh, believe so, yeah. Okay. So, you know, he, he, was, he went to Kenosha, and I guess... As the president, that's his that's his right, I guess, if he really wants to go. Well, he was also asked not to go by the mayor or the governor. By the mayor, the governor. And pretty much everybody else. So Oh by the way, but he and, went. And but welcome, he went and he go ahead. Welcome aboard to this uh, well, they're coming and going now. I'm seeing the, the numbers jump up on the views and now they're jumping down and anyway, stick around. Come, come for the curiosity. Stick around for the uh, nonsense. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry, I cut you so, off, Jen. I'm used to it, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. I get it. I got it. <laughs> so you know, obviously, he didn't go there. He had no interest in uh, in meeting with uh, Jacob Blake's father. No. Um, the Blaze made an issue of it. Uh, uh, but I thought it was kind of funny nonetheless. You know, the Blaze is, uh, or oh, what the hell is that knucklehead's name uh, now? Uh, Boy, we're that not has that website. We're not having a good night with the with the old memory, are we? Oh my God, I'm not having a good night with my memory. Tell you what, you keep talking, I'll figure it out. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, uh, the headline reads: Jacob Blake's father. Uh, rejects idea of speaking to Trump, saying he already uh, he I've already spoke to President Vi- Biden. Yo, oh Glenn Beck. Yeah, that's that that's old Glenn Beck's site yeah. there, the, yeah. the Blaze. So I don't to, to tell you the truth, I don't know if uh, if uh, he's uh, serious. If this was, there's a lot of BS on on the Blaze, if you will. So. But uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was on a tweet too. So you got to believe it. It was on Twitter. Well, sure, it's got to <laughs> be true then. Yeah. I mean, you know, jeez, it's not like face plant. Oops. Oh I, God, I did, it, I did it again. Yeah, it was tweeted by a guy by the name of uh, Dave uh, Weigel, I guess W E I G E L Weigel or Weigel. Got me. Got me. No so, clue. So it has to be true if it came up on Twitter. Absolutely. If Glenn Beck says yeah. it, well. Well, there's just so, no. There's just no. Uh, oh, excuse me. My Diet Mountain Dew is really kicking in tonight. And uh, What's it kicking? Oh, it's kicking my butt is what it's doing. Uh, I'm being polite and not making noise. I'm managing to get to the to muting it. Uh, before it gets ugly. Friends, I have tried to warn this man about the dangers of Diet Mountain Dew, better known as Green Death. Mm-hmm. Here we and go. And he'll tell me, he'll tell me, 
Oh, I don't have any other vices. I don't. I, it, it, it's Tic Tacs and Diet Mountain Dew. That's all I got, man. Oh, all yeah, I got. Yeah. Compared to what, what I used to consume back in the day, the mere fact that I'm alive is, uh, is somewhat surprising. So right now I'm on Diet Mountain Dew, zero calories, minimal sugar, it tastes good, and Tic Tacs. I don't smoke, I don't drink anymore, as the old joke goes. Or any, or any less. Less, right. I don't chase women because at this stage in my life, I'm not sure I would do what I would do if I caught one. And I don't know that I want one slow enough that I can catch. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yes, this is it. I, 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 I have Diet Mountain Dew, Tic Tacs, and I do an internet radio show. Am I not entitled to my little? That's it. That's all I want. Well, there's your vice, though, right there is your, your internet radio show. <laughs> this is the one that's really going to kill me. Probably, yeah, well, you're not going to get an argument from me. It'll be the death of one of us fairly soon. I, that's... Well, and now that we're on face mask, it's... Uh... You get off of it. Good Lord, man. Guess what I was doing last night? I am afraid to ask. You should be. I was shopping for hats. Okay. Um, I want to get, and we're going to get ourselves a collection of... Uh, of a uh, taxi stand hour baseball caps that we can that we can give away where uh we have the design we just have to figure out where to buy them now uh we're, we're all set as far as everything goes but you know hand them out as little prizes and uh i think everybody will enjoy them i know i will because and so will i when you send me mine when i send you yours yep 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 well as soon as it comes out of uh, your bank account, you know, your share of... Oh, that's right. You're just talent. John is just talent here. He's the managing editor at Radio TFI. But... Uh, well, you, lest us forget our little wager we had. I haven't forgotten it. That's why I'm looking at hats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, sadly, I think they're going to... I think they're going to do it. For those of you not keeping score at home, um, the wager we have is I do not believe personally that Major League Baseball will crown a champion by playing to a championship. I don't think they'll make it. John feels otherwise. And that seemed to be a pretty pretty safe bet about a month ago. I'm, I'm rethinking it now. but I'm You know how long it. has it been since they've had, an, had a... Uh... A uh, reported case of COVID? Why no? Do Excuse you? me? I said no. Do you? Uh, I don't think that they have had one single uh, uh, case of COVID for... I think they had some... In, they had that first, that first couple weeks was a little rough. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they've had anything since. Yeah, and that's why I'm shopping for hats now. <laughs> now, I love it when I'm right. <laughs> you're not right it's, yet, but it's it's good to be the king. It's good to be the king. Now, now, do you know something happened last night that's never happened in Major League Baseball before? Uh, all numbers from zero to ninety-nine, yeah, were all taken for the first time. But what number showed up on the field last night? 
89, I believe. That's the, that's the one. Absolutely correct, sir. Good for you. Wow. Good for you. I know. The, the, the Yankees have retired so many numbers. They're going to well, have to start going into triple digits before long. They're, they're getting close. Uh, the last one that was left was number two, the single digits. And, of course, that was what's his name? Uh, Jeter. So that, Jeter, they'll re- Jeter. Yeah, they'll retire that. That's... Uh, uh, but yeah, all the single digits. Matter of fact, number eight was retired twice for the Yankees. Uh, Bill Dickey and Yogi Berra. Oh, there's I didn't a, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they've uh, number one was Billy Billy Martin and somebody else. Number eight was Casey Stengel. Uh, three was uh, Babe Ruth. Four was Gehrig. Five was DiMaggio. Six was Roy White and somebody else. It was retired for two of them. Uh, seven, of course, was the Mick. Eight was Yogi. Nine was Greg Nettles. I forget. I forget who ten was. Fifteen for Thurman Munson. Oh, I was still living here when Thurman Munson died in that plane crash. Oh, God. oh my! Wow, that was because he was he was quite quite a hell of a player. Oh, not only that, he was very popular here. Very very popular. Yeah. And He's just, actually a Yankee I liked. Yeah, and it was interesting, too, because the last Yankee game I went to was uh, about 20 years ago, 21 years ago. Uh, after after my, my mother's funeral, we uh, I was staying up in the Bronx with my ex and her family. And so we uh, we wound up going to a Yankee game. And lo and behold, it was the, was it the 20th anniversary or 25th anniversary? It was Thurman Munson night. Well, what a hard night that was. <laughs> it was just, like I say, just, just had my mother's funeral that day. And then, you know, Thurman Munson and uh, it was just a, that was a rough night. But I, I, w- I will always thank Karen Donnelly for being my shoulder to cry on that night. She, uh, uh, my ex's sister. She, uh, she just let me go on all night. We wound up at a bar later, and and Karen, Karen and her boyfriend. And it was, she just well, let, me, let me let me roll on. So here's to you, kiddo. There you go. I'm going to cheer you up. Are you now? Are you? Going I am to- going to. I am going to cheer you up. This is. Uh-uh. I promise, we'll cheer you up. Are we going to stop this crazy thing? Uh, no, not like your bicycle. Go ahead, cheer me up. We what? we just got a comment from the lovely and talented Shaletta. Really? Well, howdy, Shaletta. Yes. She says my two favorite, or she actually says my two fave guys. Hey, now. What? Glad the kids are gone to bed so I can turn the volume <laughs> up. You two are so entertaining. Well, Shaletta, good luck with you and the wig. I saw the video earlier tonight. Uh, I didn't see that. <laughs> It just, it just, it's on the Twitter, not on Faceplant, but on the Twitter. But anyway, thank you, Shaletta. If you, if you're in Minneapolis, even if you're not in Minneapolis, WCCO Radio, go to it's iHeartRadio or one of those something radios. You listen radio.com actually. And she radio. actually, I don't know if I told you this or not. She has her own show. Yes, she does. That, that follows us technically eleven uh, eleven a.m. Central Time, which would be. 
12 o'clock noon. Well, that's yeah. ideal. We that's... just get done wrapping it up here in, in uh, at Radio TFI and doggone it. Gosh darn it. I like it. I, I like it a lot. I this term, but she trumped us. Oh, no, no, he didn't. She didn't trump us. It, it's symbiotic. It's, it's all so, dovetailing together now. The Radio TFI go. media empire is slowly but surely because what you don't know is behind the scenes we're looking at at acquiring WCCO in a hostile takeover. And when I say hostile, I mean I'll be in a really bad mood when I go there and tell them to give me the keys to the station. So let me know how that works out for I, you. Well, you're going to do it actually because you're you're kind of there. It's uh, we're going to have you go uh, and all, all growl and grow your mustache out big and you know like a, a Wolfhead Brimley kind of kind of you know and just no, go, don't go. don't hate don't hate just because anything you grow can be licked off by a cat just put a little cream on it and you know that'll take care of it that's just so like i could put the hd camera back on and we can discuss each one of my pores uh even oh. i'm a, even i was a, as you may not have noticed but i'm back on the old camera now the, what uh, did you do this time to save to <laughs> i chased the squirrels out I think you need to feed a couple of squirrels and have them spin the wheel for it to get it going here, man. That's that's part of the problem. Where oh, uh, well, good news. I'm I'm happy for Shaletta. I, you know, of course we feel bad for for her loss down down in uh, Louisiana, but uh, we're ha- we're happy for all your success. And uh, what we need to know is when when's that big RV hitting the road? When are they going out? I, I know they've taken it out. I think they've taken it for a short spin. Right. But uh, but when are we going to get know, this big cross-country? Uh, because I've done the cross-country thing. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what, she's going to love it. Of course, I didn't do it with three kids. or four. Is it three or four? How many does she yeah. have? Sorry, Shaletta. She has three, if memory serves. We're going to get beat up for that. We are, because one way or another, if I'm wrong, I, I, I believe she has three. Well, let me put it this way. We know she has at least three. Yeah. <laughs> Shaletta, it's like I said the other day when I was uh, talking about something else. It's called old age and that memory, man. I, mm. uh, good Lord. There's two. Lucky I remember what I had to eat uh, uh, an hour ago before we started the show. There's two things I miss about about getting old. One is my memory, and I can't remember the other one. Yeah, I remember the other one. Yes. Wah, 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 wah. Yes. Well, you were right. That did make me happy, and uh, uh, that's that's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, I I hope she can keep our numbers up now that she's following us on the. Uh, Oh, on the, on the big weekend show. And, and then, of course, there's Rolando. Hiletta has a low bar for entertainment. You know, I'm just I, I'm happy about that. And, and I'm in a pleasant mood right now. So I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear. I'm just going to block out Rolando for right now. Uh, we haven't heard <laughs> from him in a couple of weeks. Now he's snooping around on uh, on, on the face plant. So. Hi, Rolando. You, you, you do your thing. You do your thing. We'll, uh, we have ways. We have ways. <laughs> we so still love you, dude. We yeah. still love you. Oh, that hasn't changed, but, uh, but watch it. 
754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you have a payphone around you, you can actually uh, call, call that number, collect, and Ed will accept the charges. Absolutely, every one of them. <laughs> every one of them. I don't think you can oh. make them stick, but... <laughs> if you can find a pay a working payphone, please send me send me a picture of it. I would love. I would send it to uh, j- just put it on the on the tw- on the tweeter there uh, at Taxi Stand Hour. If you can find a working payphone, I I would love that because for those of you that don't know, I actually used to repair payphones way back in the early eighteen hundreds. But uh, seriously. In the late 70s, early 1980s, I worked for New York Telephone in coin repair. I have one complete phone here with me, and well, in my storage locker, and another box of parts. I can put together two phones. Uh, I've had those for, good God, 40 years now. Uh, Maybe you should hang it up on your wall and see if it actually works. Well, it, I can get it. Getting it to work is not a problem. I need a landline to do it, though. It's already rigged up to work. Okay. Is it a touch tone or is it a dial? It's a, t- it's a touch tone. I was going to say a dial phone might be a little might no. be a little difficult. No, not at all. Not at all. Really? It's, it's still the pulses. It's the same thing. Oh, I, I well, you would know that. I guess I, I, uh, I did not know. Just a different way to get into the same place. I, I think I still have a rotary dial for a payphone somewhere in my box of junk. I was what when I started with them, it was right the time they were still switching over all the phones from rotary to push button to touch tone. So we we came across both of them all the time. We came across rotaries all the time. And uh let me tell you what, you want to grab a hunk of steel like that in the, in the middle of February when it's uh, 10 degrees? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember, all those payphones, most of them used to be outdoors. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was nice that the receiver was at least some form of plastic that wasn't that... Uh, yeah, but it was the that... steel cable around uh, the, uh, wrapped around the wall. It was amazing. I can tell you this much, and everybody old enough will have had this experience where you've walked by a payphone or went to use a payphone and the receiver was gone. Now, that was a steel uh, embossed covered cable. On the inside, it was set up in such a way that, believe me, you would have to have the strength of 10 men to pull this thing out. We sometimes had trouble getting them out and we were taking the face of the phone off. And, and loosening everything up, and sometimes you'd have a little bit of a problem. But people managed to break these. I don't know how. I don't know how. And now we spent most of our time just changing handsets, as as we call them in the biz. Because uh, that wasn't too hard to break if you wanted to crack it over the top of the phone. What, the handset? Yeah. No, they were really hard to break. I I've broke one myself. Maybe on a regular phone. I don't know about on a no, payphone. No, on a payphone. Yeah, I have. Well, those broke easier than uh, the shielding on on the cable. But no, but, no, I know that. But you had but, you had uh, to put a lot of effort. I, I I mean, 
it wasn't something you did quietly. Because we tried oh, it. Oh, no. We tried it. We tried to bust these things up. And uh, there's something, I won't get into it. It's very, very detailed. But there, there was an incident going around, somebody going around and uh, messing with all the phones in a particular area. And we tried to figure out how we did it. And we, and we were able to open up the phones. And we couldn't repli- duplicate what he did. So, ah. anyway, yeah, if you, uh, by the way, if you have a payphone near you, just connect the ground wire and every day go back and just touch it back. All the money will spit. Well, nobody's putting money in phones these days, so. Well, <laughs> there's got to be phones to put money in. Well, yeah. Well, it used to be you'd go, you'd find out that a ground wire was disconnected. Uh, and people would have been still putting coins in. As soon as you touch touch the ground, but on the room, all the coins would come back out. It was very interesting. You had to be there. But anyway, call collect. We'll, uh, we'll accept the charges. And, uh, and we'll tell you more stories about fixing payphones in the 80s. So, hey, back to your press. Let's, let's, let's do an emergency bat turn here. Real Why, quick. of course. Hold on. Emergency bat turn. There right. we are. So your president on Monday, that mm. was yesterday, compared police officers using excessive force inappropriately to a golfer missing a short putt. Choking. Saying sometimes they choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I kind of beat up my walls on that one today. Uh, it is temper tantrum Tuesday, by the way. Normally, I, I'm still adjusting to it being Tuesday. It was Thursday for the longest time. So, by the way, if you got something you want to beef about, please call us. Uh, John only continues this because he likes, he, he found his new word, kvetch. Uh, oh, I you know, love that word. That he is... loves the kvetch. Yes, yes. So, so I kind of blew a gasket earlier today when, when I heard that. And I'm kind of petered out right now. Not that I can't work up a good tantrum, because as John knows, I can do it over nothing, because I've done it. And <laughs> sometimes you do. And quite often I do. More more than either one of us would like, I believe. Uh, but yeah, I heard that remark, and and, and I just... Well, let me let me just step in there oh. just one hot second here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he was being interviewed by Laura Ingram, uh, uh-huh. one of the Fox News t- talking heads. If you're not familiar with her, and uh, is it the head that talks? Jaw, according to what I'm reading here, her jaw even dropped when he said that. It, yes, it did. She was, I think, if I remember correctly, she tried to steer him off that course. Uh, I think I think she pulled a hard right to to get him out of that. Uh, because it doesn't matter what what he meant by it. He may not have, you know. Anyway, saying a cop choked. You know what? Here I was about to try to defend him. You're talk- First off, you're claiming you're the law and order president. And then you're saying, look at what will happen if Joe Biden is president. But all the video you're using is happening now. Well, you're president. Why should we yep. give you another chance? We see what you've done. I, I I can't say I like what you've done with the place, but uh, good gravy. Yeah, you know, on one hand, you're talking about you're the law and order guy, and now you're talking about a cop choking. And I don't want to get into the whole, you know, what may or may not have happened there uh, in Kenosha. It's horrible that 
that a man took seven bullets in the back. You know, cops keep shooting at people that are running away from them. Uh, uh, well, you I, did you and I forget the, where this actually happened, but there was a a, a situation either yesterday or today where a guy was uh, riding a bicycle and got pulled over while riding his bike, and yes, he he was he was carrying a pile of clothes, and in this pile of clothes he had in his arm. He did have a gun, but he dropped that. The gun was on the ground, and okay. he still got shot. I have not heard anything about that. This is I, I don't have the story handy, and I, I apologize for that. Hmm. But, well, uh, no, he got pulled up because he was doing Ill, uh, improper vehicular maneuvers on I, his bicycle. He was on a bicycle, not a motorcycle. When you not say bike, bicycle. when you say bike, I just want to be... Yeah, he was on a bicycle. Bicycle, bicycle. Well, you know, when dirty clothes are on the ground, you just can't be sure. Uh, I, I, you know, look, I don't know what happened. I, I can only only speculate here, which I'm very good at, but uh, not with people getting shot up. Uh, I don't know anything about it, so I. I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll I'm I'll tell you what. I'll look a, look a little deeper into it, or you will, or somebody will have a little bit more on that. Uh, tomorrow but it just maybe Rol- just a- maybe Rolanda will look into it since he's got nothing better to do but cruise face plant all night oh <laughs> he's hating now Rolando <laughs> he's just flat out hating <laughs> there's no better way to put it no easier way to put it he's just flat out hating yeah yeah there's a lot of shade going on here but mm-hmm. uh well, again, getting back to uh, Captain Coppertone there, you, uh, the other thing he was tweeting about today was about the media talking about stroke, his strokes and mini strokes. The person he's referring to, although he doesn't mention him by name, is a guy named Mike Schmidt, who has a book coming out today. And nowhere, nowhere in the book, and I watched him interview today, he says... I, uh, he's attributing all that to me. This is, I never said a word about strokes in the book. Appreciate the publicity. But, so again, Trump is projecting. Nobody's mentioned strokes. So clearly, that's probably what happened on his trips through Walter Reed, you know, for part one of his physical, or, you know, which is a, a was a bunch of baloney. Um, uh huh. So, look, right now it's just a question of time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, you need to get out and vote in November. Today, today was the first day I was eligible here in the state of New York to apply for my absentee ballot. I did. I should get it by the end of the month. Uh, And uh, whether, whether or not I'll actually put it in the mail or walking across the street to my polling place or what I'm going to do with it. I don't know yet, but, uh, I did apply for it. I, I strong, strongly recommend that you do as well. Uh, don't take chances. Don't take chances that a polling place is going to be closed or the mail gets delayed. Normally. And again, I've said this before. Normally I like to wait till the last minute to make my decisions on how I'm going to vote. This year is easy though. 
a pretty easy choice this, this time around. Huh? For me, it's an easy choice. For the first time in my life, I'm going straight party line right down the blue side. I, yeah. I, I, I just, and I've talked about this on air when I came out as a Democrat back some time ago. Uh, I just don't feel I can vote for a Republican again. John expressed a little different uh, difference of opinion. Well, just a different take on it, I should say. Not a difference of opinion, but uh, John's leaving that open, and that's fine. But right now, the way I'm, the way I feel, I don't. Uh, I'll be long gone before this party, before that party ever gets its act well, back together. And I'm not. Hey, as far as this election is uh, concerned, I am definitely going straight blue on this right. uh, on this particular election. Now, that's not I to say it's not to say that you folks have to, but please vote anyway. Sorry, yeah, John. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I'm happy about that. I got that done. And, you know, look, we've got two months. Two months. And even, even election day is not necessarily going to give us an answer. Uh, I was watching a report today that said, well, you know, you got to be careful because on November 3rd, it might show that Trump is winning. But by the time I heard that. all the ballots and everything, all, all the absentee ballots, et cetera, et cetera, come in, well, it could be a very different story. So everybody's going to need to just hold their horses. Oh, he's going to have an absolute cow if they're not going to de- they're not going to declare him the winner on uh, November third. Well, oh, then he, he, oh, well, then he can quit. Oh my God, Twitter will be on fire. He can quit then. If he's not happy with the way it's, well, clearly he's not happy with the way it's done because he's not the most popular guy in the country, which we proved in 2016. Uh, only only for a quirk in our electorate. We're the only country in the world, and this is the only election that we do this. The Electoral College needs to go away, period. I couldn't agree. Period. Couldn't agree more. And now maybe, maybe when we get... Uh, uh, turtle mcmurdle out of the senate maybe we can get some bills rolling through maybe one of them we can start the process i mean that's a constitutional amendment uh that's a, that's a a big deal and that's going to take a while but we certainly need to get that started and i will back anybody that is serious about that uh but anyway anyway all that aside yeah uh, getting back back to choking you're you're I don't know, it, you know, it, just, I, I, I just, he's also taking the side now of the kid, the 17-year-old. Who uh, had no business being there. Let's, let's start from the beginning, okay? First off, Trump says, well, I saw the video and, and he probably would have died. He wasn't going to die. The closest anybody got to him was, uh, was with a skateboard. He wasn't going to die. They were going to hold him for the cops. Okay, and, and uh, you know, a pat on the back for the folks that did go after him, even though the guy was armed and clearly had no problem pulling the trigger because he killed two people. Uh, you mean to tell me you traveled 30 miles from home, 20 miles, whatever it was, so that you could protect the business you know nothing about? It's got nothing to do with you. You're 17 years old. Who it, who is who is allowing a seventeen year old? I don't care what the laws are. You're you're bringing a seventeen year old into a potentially violent situation, armed. 
armed? Believe you me, a lot of people are going to pay for this. You're going to have those the cops who let them waltz right by. And by the way, as everybody knows, if he was an African-American, he'd have been lying dead no. too. He'd have been dead. Know it. So. Oh. Are you, uh, are, uh, can I uh, st- step in here or were you uh, done? Uh, go ahead. I'm done. Ooh, come on now, be nice. What? It's uh, it's bitch, bitch a bitch Tuesday. Well, here's one for you. Oh, give me two then. So this happened a couple uh, days ago in the Minneapolis suburb of Bloomington. That's where the where mall is. Where a um, that's where the mall is. Army. That's where the mall is. Yeah, right? very very good. Thank you. Uh guy shoots his uh. Uh, shoots and kills his wife. Turned a gun on a girl across the uh, across the street who was holding a baby. Ooh. Shot and killed. Uh, oh, I'm just, it looks like she shot or the shot and killed uh, the bomb. But uh, I, I'm missing here if he if uh, he also shot uh, a twelve year or killed the twelve year old as well. No, the twelve-year-old girl is in critical uh, condition. Excuse me. Wow. But um, police were hey, police allowed him to walk out of that home he was in. Didn't kill him. No problem. Nope, didn't kill him. Hold on a second. Let and me as guess. I understand it. Let me as guess. I understand it. He's white. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Got a better beard than you or I. Well, once again, good to be the king. Oh, yeah. Enjoy what's left of our run, John, because it's almost over. Well, like like I said, I just uh, I just hope that um, the the next uh, the next group that's in charge will be uh, will just remember you and I and remember what. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're assholes, but we're really not that bad of we're people. Not, just not g- that bad of guys. I just just give me a bunk. Hope with, that's remembered. Just give me a bunk with a window view. That's all. Yeah, that's all I ask. <laughs> I've said before. I'll say it again, just for clarification for our face mask people. Uh, white men have enjoyed. We've had a good run for about a gazillion years. We've had a very very good run. That run is coming to a. To an end. Uh, I know that. I realize that. And uh, it didn't really work out that well for me. But then again, it could have been a whole lot worse. So uh, I'm looking forward to a change in management. Uh, I want to see the, the Shalettas of the world and uh, and the everybody else of the world take over. Exactly. You know, we... Uh, you know, look... <laughs> In all seriousness, kids and kittens, I do a lot of kidding around, but I'm not kidding about this. Really, we are—we've had our run, and we need to be pushed aside. All right, it's—it's—we're here. We serve a purpose, but uh, white dudes, no, we're done. We're over. It's uh, time to let somebody else uh, run the thing. We don't know all. We don't see all. Only. I, look, if, if we had to put up with with what a 16-year-old girl does with her body, 
If we had to do that for 10 minutes, let alone 30 years, there wouldn't be a man standing on this planet. <laughs> hell, we can't ha- hell, we can't handle a cold. My God. That's who's running, who should be running the joint. Man, oh man, I would, uh, yikes almighty, we're spoiled. White guys, we're spoiled. Oh, boy. Yeah. And again, it's a good time, it's a good time for our run to end. Mainly because I'm on the way out. It's time for somebody else to take over. You all, uh, you know, everybody. I don't care who you kiss behind closed doors, I don't care what you wear, as long as it's not too orangey. Orange can be, we might have a problem if you're wearing too much orange. But other than that, if there's aqua with it, you're golden in my eyes. You're golden in my eyes. But you know what? Different views, different opinions, different perspectives. And that's what we need. Not everybody's right about everything. And by the way, there's a lot of people I dislike of all stripes. You know, I John, John and I have a saying around here. We don't pick favorites. We hate everybody. That's it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I uh, I can dislike you if you look just like me. And there's a number of people that do look just like me. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so, tell you what, let's go out. Let's go out on a little bit of COVID news before we uh, wrap this up for this particular. Uh, Is there something you'd like for, to tell us? What, uh, no, not me. Oh. Not me. No. I've been able to escape that so far. I'm sending you a small box. A small box? Of COVID, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I don't know why I said that. It was... And neither do I, really. No, see, this is why I should be wearing a mask. <laughs> Cards while, and... you're on, while you're uh, on the show. <laughs> Cards and letters. Go on, John. Tell them. Cards and letters. A report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is showing uh, U.S. COVID deaths uh, at, uh, uh, excuse me, let me try that all over again. John Shannon reading. It's a thrill ride. It is. It really is. A report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention showing U.S. COVID-19 death numbers recently led to a spread of misinformation online including Twitter posts shared by Trump no that were later letter taken later taken down the uh, by the platform for violating the rules shocking as of September 1st the CDC reported that 183,000 total deaths from COVID-19 in the US though the actual death toll is thought to be higher over the weekend, social media users falsely claimed that the public health agency had quietly decreased the death toll to just 91, excuse me, 9,200. The posts were miscon- misconstrued f- from a regularly updated CDC data table called the Provisional Death Counts for Coronavirus Disease. So basically what this was is that they were they were saying that 6% of the deaths reported were uh 
where the death was only the only cause that was mentioned. So the person dies, well, okay, there's nothing else, there was nothing else that uh, was wrong. Uh, but the, the, so the COVID, uh, so COVID-19 is what got him. Um, so they, uh, but COVID-19 has been a cont contributing factor in all of these 183,000 deaths. And it was just a way for somebody to, to, uh, discombobulate the numbers here and, uh, and, well, you know, the righties and the anti-maskers and everybody else, they jumped on it. I did see that tweet on uh, online over the weekend, or, or our version of it, I should say. Uh -huh. And uh, somebody going, oh, there's only 9,000 deaths, blah, blah, blah. You know, look, if, if COVID is an underlying reason, remember, this disease, it, this disease is like catching a fly. Okay, it's all over the place. It affects one differently than the other. It exacerbates, in many cases, especially if you have respiratory issues, it exacerbates what you have. Where you might have gone on and lived a life for another 10 or 15 years, this thing comes in and just rips the living snot out of everything. So is COVID the only cause? He said doing air quotes to the people on the radio. No. No, but it's a significant underlying uh, reason. Uh, if you have a heart attack while you're driving, what was the cause of death? Was it the heart attack or was it the car accident? The car crashed at the end. One contributed to the other. You died of both, really. So, uh, hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely right. One last thing I'm going to throw in here real quick. We missed oh. it here from earlier in the week. Oh, my. But we forgot to mention the passing of Joe Ruby, who was the co-creator of Scooby-Doo. Right, right, 87 Ruby. years old. Ruby, Ruby, Roo. Oh, oh come on. Reggie. Reggie. Ruby, Ruby, Roo, come on! Ruby, Ruby, Roo. That's, that, that's that's even that's even below your standard, man. Well, I'm telling I'm, you, and my standards ain't that high. It's uh, <laughs> Joe Ruby. That was actually uh, Scooby Doo was a, it was initially called uh, Kid Mysteries or Mysteries for Kids or something like that. It, it was a completely oh, was different it? thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they uh, they changed it around a bit, and uh, lo and behold, it was uh, it's a wee bit of a hit there, and. Uh, if I had known you were going to read that, I would have had the Scooby song playing. But seeing as how we are, we have rounded third and we're barreling towards home and the catcher is standing there holding the ball. Holy cow, I think he's going to make it. I've been watching <laughs> meatloaf videos. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it is, uh, it is time. Uh, it is that time again to uh, say goodbye. Put the wraps on another show here. We, we thank you for listening. We thank you for commenting. Thank you, Rolando. Thank you, Shaletta. Thank you, Shannon. The list goes on and on. Thank you, Radio TFI listeners. Thank you to everybody on Periscope. The scope. Am I missing anybody? Oh. Faceplant. Time to say goodbye. For my good friend, 
sometimes. Mr. Ed Van Ness. I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! <laughs>